welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 122 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking all about Doc Rivers, who had one of the craziest weeks in NBA history for a head coach, days after being let go by the Los Angeles Clippers after seven seasons of being their head coach. He has a new gig as the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. But before I look forward, I have to look back on the career of Doc Rivers. Rivers has a coaching record of 943 and 681. Not too shabby. He won NBA Head Coach of the Year with the Orlando Magic in the year 2000, and he won an NBA championship with the Boston Celtics in 2000. I mean, ever since I started to watch basketball, Rivers has been a consistent presence and bed the head coach of one of the better teams in basketball. I mean, it all started with the big three, KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. He turned them into championships in their first year together. I mean, this has become the model for most modern NBA teams, is to form super teams. LeBron did it with Bosch, and he also did it with Dwayne Wade. Then the Warriors with Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. I mean, I mean, this formula has now been copied. Doc Rivers is one of the key figures in this decade in NBA history. And yes, he was given a team with three superstars, but what he doesn't get enough credit for was how much contribution came from people outside of that big three. Rondo turned into one of the better point guards, and Kendrick Perkins was one of the better defensive centers. And then he got contributions from guys like James Posey, Tony Allen, Glenn Davis came out of nowhere. Like, he built that in to a team and that formula has been copied by like the Miami Heat and the Golden State Warriors. And then you can say all you want about his tenure as the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers, but in my mind he turned them into a consistent franchise and he's inarguably the best head coach in franchise history and I know that's not saying a lot, but also their lack of success is not all of his fault. Constant injuries from superstar players like Chris Paul and Blake Griffin contributed to their lack of postseason success. A lot of people will say Doc Rivers was a bad executive of the Clippers, but I would say he was the best head coach they could possibly imagine. And I think even this past year is not all his fault. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George did not have chemistry together because they did not play a lot of games together and that some of that is on them. They needed to play more games together and they didn't too, so they didn't form a good enough duo. Great duos are not about two guys who put up huge stats. That's what Paul and Blake Griffin did. Forming a duo is about building chemistry. Like you watch the NBA Finals right now and you can tell that LeBron and Anthony Davis have great chemistry. It's probably the best chemistry LeBron has had with a big man ever. He didn't have that kind of chemistry with Chris Bosh and he certainly didn't have that kind of chemistry with Kevin Love. And that's something the LA Clippers duo failed to do is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have zero chemistry together. And some of that is on Doc Rivers, but a lot of that is also on Kawhi. And a lot of it, especially, is on Paul George. And this is something a lot of people are not talking about with Doc Rivers. Just a year ago, we were talking about how great the Clippers were because they were underdogs. When they were a young and -and up-and-coming team. Think about the way we look at young and -and up-and-coming teams. We don't put any expectations on them. They were just a team with Shea Gillisley-Alexander, Tobias Harris for most of the year, then they traded him away. 
but they still were able to compete for a playoff spot. They were one of those fun teams we all enjoyed watching. And then what happened is they brought in superstars. And this is something you have to look out for if you bring in superstars. The expectations rise to levels that they can't possibly reach unless you win an NBA title. It's exactly what happened to the Brooklyn Nets is what's happening to the LA Clippers. You bring in Kyrie and KD and now you have championship expectations and your feel-good team is torn apart by the media and your head coach is gone. Kenny Atkinson and Doc Rivers have the same fate. They weren't able to survive the expectations. They're not bad coaches. They're two of the best coaches in the league and the year before they were underdog teams that we all felt great about. We felt great about the Nets when they had D'Angelo Russell and they were this try-hard team. We felt great about the Clippers when they had Shea Gillisley Alexander, but now that those teams have KD, Kyrie, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, the Brooklyn Nets and LA Clippers have championship expectations, so our expectations for those head coaches are you win a ring or you're fired, and that's the danger of bringing in superstars. Your feel-good team turns into team with expectations that cannot be reached unless you win a championship, and that's what happened at Doc Rivers. He's not a bad head coach. Just the year before, he had one of his best years as the Clippers coach. He went to the playoffs with Shea Gillisley Alexander, and the issue is the only way you were going to get Kawhi Leonard is if you traded Alexander for Paul George. So some of that has to be on bringing in Kawhi Leonard is what went wrong with the Clippers. They were an up-and-coming team. They were probably more exciting to watch last year than this year. I think there have been some failures on the coaching career of Doc Rivers. I think he should have another championship or two. If you look at the overall talent, he's coached Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Reddick, Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams. Like This guy has coached some of the best players in the NBA in recent years. Six Man of the Years, Hall of Famers. He's coached a ton of talent. He should probably have more championships. But think about the difference we felt about Doc Rivers a year ago and how we feel about him now. Those expectations got to him. It was win a title at all costs and he didn't win a title, so he's gone with the Clippers. He's the same kind of head coach he was, though, the year before. A guy who was a coaching of the year candidate and was doing one of his best coaching jobs ever with an upcoming Clippers team. And just because he didn't win a title in the first year with superstars, I'm supposed to change my entire opinion on Doc Rivers. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. I still think he's one of the better head coaches and this is a pretty good hire for the 76ers. I even think Doc Rivers is like a borderline Hall of Fame coach. He was able to get the Celtics to win their first championship since 1986 and again he's been a consistent presence. He's one of the better head coaches in the league. He's not quite Greg Popovich but he's in that Eric Spolstra range of head coach Rick Carlisle type guys. He's been an elite coach for a very long time. I think Doc Rivers is one of the better head coaches of this era of NBA basketball. There's a reason the 76ers want to bring this guy in because he brings in a winning culture to your team. If anybody is going to turn Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid into a capable NBA duo, they think it's Doc Rivers. And I quite agree with them because he's done it time and time again. No, he didn't win championships with Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. No, he didn't even win a championship with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. But they were good teams. He hasn't coached a bad team in forever. And 
he is, in fact, a huge upgrade over Brett Brown. The 76ers have a lot of talent on that roster. They have Ben Simmons, which I think Doc Rivers will use as their starting point guard. He needs to use Ben Simmons as the point guard. None of this power forward nonsense. And I think he'll be able to get a good amount out of Joel Embiid. He's coached big men really well before. Garnett, Blake Griffin, he's gotten really good things out of big men. And of course, Doc Rivers has already coached Tobias Harris. And if anybody is going to get anything out of Al Horford, if he's on the roster this season, it's going to be Doc Rivers. I think this is the best case hire for the 76ers because guess what? Their expectations will probably not be a championship. But I think Doc Rivers could easily get this team to 55 wins and they will exceed their expectations. But again, if they turn it all over and bring in superstars, I don't think Doc Rivers is the best type of head coach for that situation right now. But without expectations being so high, I think Doc Rivers can do an admirable job with the 76ers. And I think this was the best possible hire for the Sixers. Don't go with a guy like Mike D'Antoni. Go with a guy like Doc Rivers, who has won an NBA championship, and despite what you're hearing, did a really good job with the LA Clippers for seven plus seasons. Another thing this hire does is Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are not going to call out Doc Rivers in the media the same way they called out Brett Brown, because I bet they respect Doc Rivers way more. He's an NBA player, he's won a championship, he has cash A as a head coach. They are probably going to respect him way more than Brett Brown. They've seen the good and the bad with Brett Brown, but they think of Doc Rivers as a great NBA head coach. So mentally, they will respect him way more than they ever respected Brett Brown. And I do want to talk about the Clippers coaching hire for a minute here. It will be interesting. Like Tyron Lue is such an uninspired hire. Yes, he has an NBA championship, but it's only because of LeBron James. Like Tyron Lue is not an upgrade over Doc Rivers, and that would be the kind of hire made because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George don't want to answer to anyone. That's not going to win them a championship. Sam Cassell is an interesting name. He's been an assistant for a while, but I think the Clippers should go for somebody with more cash A, somebody with championships. And can we stop with the Jeff Van Gundy nonsense? The guy's been a broadcaster for like 15 years now. He's not going to do a good enough job. Just look at John Gruden in the NFL. These guys who've been broadcasters never return to their former glory once they come back to the game. It never happens. It's happened once in the history of sports. Look at Dick Vermeil. He was a broadcaster. Then he came back to the NFL and actually won a Super Bowl. It's not going to happen with Jeff Van Gundy. The Clippers need to think outside side of the box and actually make a decent head coaching hire if they want to make a championship run. Go after somebody with championship cachet. And I'm also just done with Mike D'Antoni getting so many opportunities to try to win championships with star players. He didn't get it done with Steve Nash and Amare Stoudemire. He didn't get it done with Carmelo Anthony. He didn't get it done with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul. This guy is one of the best offensive minds in basketball, but he's 
not going to win your franchise a championship. So if you are a team like the Clippers with championship expectations, bringing in Mike D'Antoni is not the right decision. But for a team like the Pacers, who are just trying to win 50 games and make the postseason, yes, the Mike D'Antoni hire makes sense. But for a team like the Clippers, it makes absolutely no sense to bring in a guy who just disappointed his former employer, the Rockets, for not reaching those championship expectations for you to then bring him in with your own championship expectations. Stop signing Mike D'Antoni to your team if you want to win a championship. The LA Clippers should go a different road. I don't know who their head coach should be, but I don't think Tyron loses the answer, and I don't think Sam Cassell's the answer. I mean, once upon a time, the Clippers traded for Doc Rivers. Should they do the same thing with the Raptors and try to get Nick Nurse, a guy who Kawhi Leonard definitely respects and already won a championship with? I mean, Greg Popovich is another, but I think those two's relationship has been strained. That's a type of hire I don't expect the Clippers to make, but it's the type of hire they should probably get. Get somebody who's already won a championship, who will be respected by the team. Not just a lackey for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, a guy who has actually won meaningful basketball games. Yes, Tyron Lue has won a championship, but I don't give him a lot of credit for winning with that roster. I mean, that was LeBron, and that was Kevin Love, and that was Kyrie. I don't think Tyron Lue is at that level of you bring him in, and a team that failed to win a championship is now going to win one. I'm sorry, I don't feel that way about Tyron Lue. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but at this moment, I wouldn't make that higher if I were the Clippers. Going back to Doc Rivers, I think it's interesting that he's become a divisive figure when it comes to head coaches in the league. Like, I think of him as that guy that won that championship with the Celtics. They brought in KG, they brought in Ray Allen after the year before not winning barely any basketball games. That team won a championship, and during that run, they won 60 plus games twice. They went to two NBA championships, and Doc Rivers was on top of the world. And then he goes to the Clippers with their super expectations for him to win championships, and he doesn't get it done, and he blows a few three-to-one leads. I mean, that's how they view Doc Rivers. I can understand being a Clippers fan and not thinking that highly of Doc Rivers, but as overall basketball fans, I think he's still one of the better head coaches in the league. And again, just last year, he exceeded expectations with a young and upcoming team. And now with the 76ers, they're a team that doesn't have very high hopes for their future. Yes, they still have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and everyone will think he should turn it around. But there are some people who are just as done with the 76ers as they are with Doc Rivers. So that's why I think this is an interesting hire. Most of the basketball world is done with Doc Rivers as a head coach, and most of the basketball world has given up on the idea of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid forming a championship caliber duo. So that's why I think this is a good hire, because both sides, Rivers and the Sixers, have a lot to prove. I mean, it's been a mixed bag with him forming star duos. I mean, yes, the big three, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett won championships, but he didn't meet those expectations with Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, and he certainly didn't reach those expectations with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So will he be able to bounce back so soon and be able to reach those expectations with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? And that's why I think it might work because there aren't really that high expectations. A lot of people are done with Embiid and they're done with Ben Simmons' duos. And if he can get Ben Simmons to become a more formidable offensive player, then the future looks bright for the 76ers. I think it's a really good hire for the 76ers because I think Doc Rivers has 
a lot to prove. And I think he's probably mad that he's taking the brunt of the blame for what happened to the Clippers. The Clippers did not have great chemistry, and a lot of that is because their superstars just didn't play enough time together, and that's not all his fault. One thing's for certain, though, that this is the last chance for Simmons and Embiid to work together to form an all-star duo. This is their last chance. If they can't get it done with Doc Rivers as their head coach, then they're not a good enough duo. You can have all the excuses in the world that Brett Brown wasn't a very good head coach, but now that they have a championship-level head coach, the 76ers should finally live up to those expectations that we had. I know not a lot of people have high expectations for them, but now that they brought in Doc Rivers, they should at least make it to the second round of the playoffs next year. They cannot get swept by the Celtics again. They cannot be a team that doesn't even put up a fight in the postseason. This is a team that I expect to be way better than they were last year. They they have Tobias Harris. They have Embiid. They have Ben Simmons. They have Al Horford. They have enough pieces that have won big basketball games together, and now they have one of the best head coaches in all of basketball. Doc Rivers is one of the best head coaches. Yes, he's blown leads with the Clippers. Yes, he only has one NBA championship, but when I think of a top five head coach in basketball, I think of the name Doc Rivers, and you should too. He's been there for so long, and he's never even been close to coaching a bad team this past decade. And even though I love Brad Stevens as a head coach of the Boston Celtics, there's even a small part of me that wishes that Doc Rivers had stayed with the Celtics and been part of their rebuild because no doubt I think he could have gotten the job done. He's that good of a head coach. And why I think he might actually have more success with the Sixers than he had with the Clippers is because the Sixers have a bona fide point guard in Ben Simmons. When Doc Rivers has a point guard, his teams are super good. Think of Rondo formed in one of the better passers in the NBA and Chris Paul had some of his best seasons with Doc Rivers as his head coach and now he has Ben Simmons. When Doc Rivers is coaching a great point guard, his teams usually reach their expectations and exceed them at times. That's why I think this is the perfect marriage of head coach and basketball team with Doc Rivers and the Sixers. Last year with the Clippers, sorry, I like the Clippers. None of them are great passers. Ben Simmons is a great passer. And when Doc Rivers has a great passer, his teams are usually really good. So if anyone is going to get anything out of Ben Simmons and for him to live up to that $170 million contract, I think that's Doc Rivers. I think very highly of Doc Rivers. Maybe that's on me. Maybe that's my nostalgia about the 2008 NBA championship. But I still think there's a lot left in the tank for Doc Rivers' coaching career. This guy has been consistently a top five head coach in the NBA since 2008. That's how highly I think of Doc Rivers and you should too. If anyone's going to turn around the 76ers, it's going to be Doc Rivers. And even though it didn't end very well with the Clippers, he's the best head coach in franchise history. He turned that franchise into consistent contenders. And that's all you can ask for. Yes, he probably should have won a title with the Clippers. But overall, I think his seven years with the Clippers was a gigantic success. Think 
about how much of a laughing stock the Clippers were, and sometimes in this past seven years, we've talked about them being the team of LA, better than the Lakers, and that's because of Doc Rivers. So I expect that same type of thing, that same type of turnaround to happen with the Sixers. Doc Rivers is simply one of the best head coaches of his generation, a championship, a coach of the year, and maybe a future Hall of Famer, and he will certainly be that if he turns it around with the 76ers and wins an NBA championship. Although I'm a Celtics fan, I am rooting for Doc Rivers to have success with the 76ers because he's one of the best head coaches in Celtics franchise history. And when I think of the glory days of the Big Three, and I think of the my best days of watching basketball, I think of Doc Rivers as the head coach of the Boston Celtics. So I'm rooting for this guy, and I think you should be too. He seems like a genuine human being, and he is inarguably one of the best head coaches in the league. There's a reason days after being fired by the Clippers, the 76ers were interested. So I'm wishing all the best for Doc Rivers. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.